Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And we just got back from seeing, this is Sparta? 300, Rise of an Empire. It's the follow-up, you would know this better than I do, it's based on a book as I understand it. It's the story of Xerxes, written by Frank Miller. Is that a sequel, prequel, do you know? This is kind of like a prequel slash sequel, because it takes place like... In between. Yeah, and during. In between, during... That follows a side tale of one of Xerxes' generals dealing with the Greeks and the ocean, essentially. I know nothing about historical accuracy. You're, if you're going to see 300, you're probably not looking for historical accuracy at all. I, I was not. I was definitely not looking for historical accuracy. You would have more luck with Google. Or Sherman Peabody. Or, yeah, yeah I'm, I would Sherman. bet. I'd almost bet Sherman Peabody is more historically accurate. Well, that's what we get for... Uh, we should have just gone with the Tony Coin Toss. They started at the same time. We really could have picked either one. Yeah. Did this movie... Is, Start, does this movie feel really long, guys? I'm sorry. No, that's actually a valid question. It is a very short movie. I think it was like an hour and 22 minutes. This felt long. Mm. I didn't feel... It did feel long. Some sections times. felt really drawn out. I guess that's the better term. Well, we'll start here first. Uh, two questions. The first question is more important because we had to see it in 3D. Would you have seen it in 3D if you had the choice? No. Why not? It didn't look great. I mean, the only thing that actually was really 3D-ish is the 80s blood and the once-in-a-while swords and spears. And the but even then, it's, that one time. Yeah, but it's not even worth it, though. I'll give them credit for utilizing it a lot. It definitely felt... They use it very atmospherically, kind of like Avatar, more like Beowulf. But they tried to use it a lot. But it was, and they tried to have like those pieces that were really like stand out, where stuff was flying at you. But maybe it could have gone further with that. I don't know. It, it wasn't spectacular. Would no. you have seen it in 3D had you had the choice, Dix? Because unfortunately, we didn't have the choice. It was only two bucks more, so I'm not really. I don't hate myself for seeing it. If I had the choice, I would not see it in 3D. Okay. Normally, I am of the same way, but. Maybe it's just because of where I was positioned, or maybe it was just because I know Ben was complaining about, uh, like, uh, say flare effects or lens well, flares. Was it lens flare or is it glare? What, what, glare it was kind of a glare lens flare thing. I don't know. It's just, it wasn't where I was sitting. It was, it was in the screen, because, I don't know, it seemed to be so much further 3D than the rest of the screen, so it was obnoxious. When it came to this one for me, I actually didn't mind it in 3D. That's kind of a first mm -hmm. for me, because usually I'm all against 3D. But, in this film's defense, the artistic style actually is sort of half-decent in 3D. It gives mm -hmm. it a kind of comic book look to it. Not as much as 300. Mm -hmm. Not as much as 300, but I don't remember if 300 was actually in 3D. So No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. The blood effects were better hidden, because, okay, the, all the blood in this movie, I think as much as they could get away with, was CG. Every blood splatter, every everything, every geyser of blood was all CG'd in some way, shape, or form. Except for maybe one or two instances I can think of. And those are very rare and far between. With the speed they were going through, and thanks to the, dark, the added darkness of the 3D effects, I actually felt it made the blood seem at least a little more realistic. But no, as soon as the blood effects, I... Uh, I didn't have a problem with the, uh, the just the way it looked. In fact, everything I thought the 3D sort of helped it. I don't know if I would see it in 3D, but for the first time, I'm leaning more towards. Uh, actually, no, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, I actually would say go see it in 3D. <laughs> to be fair, there's not. But the problem is, there's not really any 3D effects. Ben is completely right in that regard. 
I think it makes the comic book look the film is going for much better. Maybe because it darkens it so you can't see how fake everything looks. Because I'm sure three quarters of this movie was filled on a green screen in a pool. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's how they had to do it. That's how that's, that style that's works. That's the style. Yeah. This, that's the style of the movie. It's not like there was a... I don't say there wasn't a choice in it. That's the style they go for. That's the studio. But that's, I think... That's the series. Yeah, that's the series. But I think as opposed to something like, say... And I'm sorry I bring this up. Star Wars... Uh, when they have the option to actually build sets and stuff, they choose not to do it, just do everything in green screen. I actively believe that there are some sets here and there that they're simply extended by 3D. And it helps look into the like the oh. aesthetic design of it. So that's the notion of 3D for the first time someone actually suggested it. I don't think it's ever <laughs> happened before. Speaking of the movie, they're just kind of in general spoiler-free. I know it's been out for a little while, and I know it's a little slow right now as to what to go see in theaters, but would you suggest it to someone? Only if they enjoyed the first one. And if they haven't seen that, I'd probably just say no. That, that's, that's fair, I think. If you enjoyed the first one, you're going to enjoy this. I don't want to say it's the same movie, but it is the same movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That, that's, the nail, that's the nail on the head there. It's the first movie kind of all over again. If you've seen it, there are different things that happen here, but it does follow a lot of the same sort of beats to it. So, if you've seen the first one and you enjoyed it, cool. If you're going to this one blind, I actually think you kind of hinder yourself. Not that the movie doesn't tell you everything that happened in the first one. Did you not know? Well, too bad we're going to tell you. Granted, yeah. it's, it's been out for a while. I'm sure it's something a lot of people saw. It was very popular. It essentially started Gerald Butler's career, so... I know it's kind of a cop-out for us, whether you should see it or not. But I'm going to say no, mm. unless you like the first one. That, that's all I can say for this. This mm. one's a little bit different because it is very much the same as the first movie. Like, as we mentioned earlier, you're not going into this one for historical accuracies. Although, according to the little bit of research we did on the way back from the theater, it actually is decently accurate. There, uh, like, some of the people I put that in quotations. Were there, like... Certain, the names, some of the names, the names are correct, the places are correct. The three names that are important for this movie, really, are, is going to be Xerxes, mm. who was the Persian king. Mm. Uh, Themistocles, who was leader of the Athenians and, and the, the Greek fleet, and um, Artemisia, who's like the, the Persian naval commander, who was a woman. You might think, oh, like, why is this like a woman in charge of a Persian fleet? That, that couldn't have been a thing back then. No, that, that, that is true. She was a Persian naval commander. Of the, all the things that are not right with this movie, that one's actually correct. And Frank Miller still finds a way to botch it, so. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. If you've not seen a Frank Miller movie, I suggest you go watch Sin City, 300, any one of his movies. The Spirit. The Spirit, if you really want to. <laughs> I think Sin City's the best example of it. Because it's a good movie? Well, and 300's pretty 300 good. 300 is not bad mm -hmm. if you like 300. The issue is that it's been pointed out to me before, and now I can't unsee it. Frank Miller is a, is a dirty old pervert. And that every female he writes into any story he makes has to be hypersexualized. Yeah. This is no different. You can look at anything from his movies or even his comics. Yeah, his comics in particular. Now, Sin City, it works because that's, that's kind of the style. That's the genre. That's the genre. This just kind of works in the genre. In 300, it's actually very subdued, all things considered. There's a scene, I guess I want to say in the middle of this movie. That we can only describe. I think the whole audience had like almost like an awkward like... 
what the fuck's going on? This is It's like a... No, we knew what was going on. Oh, well, fair we enough. Just but... We just couldn't believe it was happening in front of our eyes. Yeah, there were like... To, to put some context to it, and normally we don't like to do this, but it helps set the awkward tone. It helps basically identify the problem with Frank Miller writing. It's two... It's a... It's well, two of them raping each other. It's the most glorious hate fuck I've ever seen in cinema. Essentially, the two uh, two leaders, uh, Themistocles and Artemisia, meet up in neutral ground, and I guess one's she's trying to get him to surrender to join her. Yeah, they proceed to start having hate sex, and the whole audience, like even I looked around, I was just like, I actually thought it was kind of funny, but at first, but then it, like, but then it, it keeps going. Yeah, it goes on quite a while. And it's not supposed to be funny. The scene that we found funny is when they add a cutaway, because I think the director or the editor or somebody realized... Someone had to realize they had to have this. There has to be yeah. a cut in here to take this tension away from the scene. And in the middle of their very erotic, like, this is almost soft-grade porn-level stuff here, like, like, like yeah. soft-core porn, uh, it cuts to her two personal guards, like the, uh, the, the immortals. Yeah, the immortals. And they just kind of stop, because they can hear... They, it's, it's, it's a small boat. I'm sure everyone can hear it. And they just turn and look at each other without saying a word. And they got masks on, so they can't do anything, but you can tell. It's just just like, I don't mm-hmm. see any facial expressions, but they're kind of looking at each other. It's kind of like, um... They're, they're all think, they're, they're, Ignore or go in. That's what we're all thinking. We're all thinking yeah. the same thing. Do we help? Do we go? What, what do we do? It's an awkward-ass scene. That gets, I think unintentionally funny, and I really suspect that's not... That was the editor being like, I gotta do something with this scene. Or the director being like, I'm just gonna sneak this in and hope people find it funny. Bring this knife to this cheese to cut it. <laughs> but, I mean, this is that's like the middle of it. The whole movie is, it's 300 on boats. Very much so. If, if, if to Again, I don't want to go into spoilers, but... It's a bunch of Persians versus a, a lot less Greeks. The, the thing with these movies, and I, I like 300. I will contend that 300 is a dumb movie. This one I don't think is no different for a lot of reasons. 300 basically has no story. It has a story, but it's not a very complicated one. No. It's it's 300 dudes fighting a whole bunch of other dudes. You're not there for the story, and that's why I'm okay with it. The characters are kind of bland, save for the three, at least in 300's case. Leonidas, Xerxes, and the Hunchback, whose name I can never remember. Ethiartes. Ethiartes. And that's the other problem. I know those characters have names because they reference them from time to time. But outside of those three, and I'll say two because I can't remember the, the mm-hmm. hunchbacks half the time, I can never remember their names. This movie was worse. There's this, a lot of like... There's a lot of... There's no a guy name. called... Like, I, his name is Boy? No, it's he, not Boy, but that's what they, that's all they call him. Yeah. Because he's the son of... of uh, Does he, I don't even think he has a name. I, don't think, I think he, he mentioned it once in the beginning. Other than that, he just keeps calling him my friend. Yeah. yeah, and there's the other guy with the weird mustache. He didn't have a name either. No, he didn't. He was. They called him brother once, but that could mean any number. There's like two guys. So. One guy with the mustache. One guy had like a scar on his beard. That was my friend. Yeah. And, yeah, that and was both those guys are just friends of Themistocles. Yeah, they're just buddies. It's that. That's a problem this film has in spades too. And again, that there's there's so many characters we just don't know the names of. There's not even that many characters, which is weird because again, no. they, all the all the Persian generals seem to have names. Yeah. They they went another way to give them names and then promptly kill them. But yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, it's, it's like, like hey, here's a name. 
he's gone. Here's another name, he's gone. But again, if you're seeing this movie, there's a good chance you don't have any sort of degree or you're trying to learn history from this movie. Oh, God. You are not going to put this film on to try to teach someone about Persian or Spartan history. I hope not anyway. Well, maybe it'll get people interested. That's the best you can hope for. That's the best you can hope for is this will maybe get someone's foot in the door to be interested. But you're here for something entirely different. You're here to watch the bloodshed. You're here to watch the uh, medieval badasses. Or medieval, is that correct term? No, this is not medieval. Like You're here to watch ancient Greeks and Persians kill each other. You're here to watch dudes in togas and swords. No, no one has togas. I'm generalizing Loincloths. Loincloths and capes. Beat each other up with whatever weapon they can find, blunt, sharp, or otherwise. Yeah. And that's what you're here to see. It's, it's hard to spoil any of that because you're there for the spectacle. One thing that did bother me, though, speaking of the spectacle, is all the fight scenes in this movie, I don't have a problem they all take place on boats. I think that's a clever way to not be a direct copy of 300, is the battle music. The battle music bugged me in this time. It's like time. the one song. It's like the other big song. And it's, I, I noticed it, because I noticed I heard it again at the end credits when they mix it with that song they put in the trailer, War Pigs. Because mm-hmm. that's what that song is, that's that song mixed with War Pigs. That was what I noticed, wait, they've just been using the same song over and over again. Yeah. Those cheap bastards. That song at the end, I liked it. I did like that remix, but it's rumored the fact that I realized, wait, this is just the battle theme. And it feels like one big slog, the whole movie. Yeah. It just feels like one big, almost unbroken... It wasn't for like the, like the air quotes, because, you know, this is a recording inspirational speeches it would just be like one big indeterminate fight scene so speaking of the fight scenes i guess it's really the only thing we can review because everything else this is what you're here for i didn't think the fight scenes were too bad all things considered as ben will be quick to point out i'm sure there is the notion of the horse on a boat that ah don't get me started on that that was dumb as as far as i'm concerned you're here to because you're going to ignore that there's the scene in the trailer where the dude jumps off the cliff lands and he doesn't even impale the dude he just kind of lands in front of him and then cuts him oh no i, I was talking dancing. to dixon about that too and i yeah, was like he, oh, he oh, that broken legs yeah broken legs was, yeah, he it, fell pretty he jumped pretty far i mean i'm gonna be generous here it was probably he probably jumped three stories you know basically landing on his legs slashing a guy at the same time i don't care how much force he put into that blade into the guy that is not enough to not make that I, I, safe. I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, I don't even think he put the spade into him. He landed and then attacked. Yeah, he landed like and attacked. Oh. Like, it was he really attacked. weird. It wasn't I, I, I kept thinking he was going to land and kill him. No, he landed, then attacked him. Like, there was like a half second pause. So, yeah. ignoring the laws of, you know... Physics? Physics. Human body. Me. That too. The laws, the laws of nature, we'll say. Like, the, 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 the first few were good. I didn't care very much for the last one. And, I'll be and it was almost anticlimactic. It felt like it could have been more. I don't know. I thought the... Well, the problem is, is, is again, and I'm sorry I've been to cut you off, it all relies on Frank Miller's hard-on for the Spartans, like Michael Bay has a hard-on for the U.S. military. And explosions. And explosions. They have to run in and save the day every time. And I'm sorry, but that's how this film ends, too, the exact same way the first one did. So if you've seen the first one with the glory shot of the army of Spartans marching the war, it's not too different here. Except they don't do anything in this movie. There's a little bit of fighting. Uh, yeah, there's fighting, but I don't the know. Spartans I don't really do sloppy. anything, really. No, all the, the, the Spartan that does the fighting is... No, no. no, no uh, the, oh, the no. queen? Yeah, queen. Who, queen Cersei. Like that, that, that's, not, uh, that's, not, and that's not accurate. <laughs> well, no, that's not accurate. I think the only reason she got those scenes 
is because of who she is now from Game of Thrones, as opposed to being this actress. You didn't like the fight scenes, Ben? No, I don't know. They just looked really sloppy and see. I, I, I don't know. It was like junior choreography. I mean, see, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I actually thought that was one of this film's it, probably only strengths is the fact that the the combat and carnage is quick, it's frenetic, and it's brutal. It uh, was quick, and, I, and you know there was blood and pieces there everywhere. But I don't know. The blood didn't look good. The strikes looked weak. Like it looked. It looked like they were obviously pulling it away before they hit. I, I didn't and I mean, I know that. they have to be safe, you know, to do this. And I know the CG tried to cover up, cover it up a lot with the excess amount of blood. There was a couple scenes there. I can't remember where they were, but it looked like you know when he hit the guy, he stopped an inch away from him. You could see the gap, and then blood exploding from the chest and pulling away. And it's just it like, is like a, you like it or you don't. I, I'll, it's a style. Yeah, and it's it just not my thing. It's not my preferred style of fight choreography, but I don't think this movie can do a really... You can't do, like, a crazy, executed, well-done fight scene because just the way that they're messing with the speeds in the fight and, and the CG, I, I understand yeah. why it was done this way. I know mass melees are going to be hard to do because you're basically going to have to be doing 50 million short shots if you want them yeah, to get them to look right. Yeah, and this is not Lord of the Rings. No, no, it's not. And even in Lord of the Rings, you know, you don't see a whole lot in those big mass melee. You just see bodies. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you would see. Exactly, it's what you would see. Um, um, acting? It, it's it's hard to talk about the acting because I, I, don't, I don't, like I said, I don't know anybody here really. Well, I don't really mind anybody here. Themistocles. But... Did you like Themistocles? He was okay. He's no, he Leon... bad, he's no Leonidas, though. I think he's a poor man's substitute for Leonidas. And to be fair, you can't bring Leonidas back for this movie unless Frank Miller goes crazy and makes a, a third movie. But I, I almost, oh, he's I was making almost, a third movie. I was That's afraid obvious. of this. I was afraid. I, I was almost afraid they were gonna like not end it. But this is basically it. Well, there's, there will be a third one, I guess, maybe because they have to do like one last land battle. Well, they have to because I, I mean they they stop. I mean, uh, what's his name there? The Xerxes. Xerxes there. I mean. He looks over his lost fleet there and looks over I, and sees It's one his... of those things where I don't think they need to continue it because... They don't need to, but they will. They need a stone. To be fair, I thought the same thing at 300, but it actually turns out this was also... Like I said, I didn't know this until I looked into it, that the, this is what this book is based on is essentially in its own book. It's extrapolated, but... Did you like Xerxes? Xerxes, he's about the same as he was in the other movie. Was a non-entity? I don't want to say he's a non-entity, but he certainly feels a, uh, he feels alien, which I think is the point. Yeah. Like, the way he holds himself, like, his size, his presence, the way he speaks, the way he motions. He's not as good here as he was in the first movie. Because but, they, he, but then again, they kind of set that up, that he's not he's, no, they actually, a god. They've, they actually kind of, de- they humanize him because of the way that works. And actually, then it makes him less effective as a villain. I don't have a problem with them setting up that he has an advisor who's really doing all the work for him, but let's not mince words here. He should be at least somewhat competent, you would think. Yeah, he seems just like a puppet. That's it. And now that she's gone, he seems like he's just going to fall to the ground. And, and then it goes to Artemisia. I liked her. I thought she made an effective villain. It was hammy a little bit, but I liked how they did it. It was kind of like the witch from 47 Ronin. <laughs> yeah. She's almost... She's so over the top, but it, it works better in this movie. Yeah, I, I have issues with some of the stuff she's given to do, like when she makes it with a decapitated head. That's just I can't of her brother. 
She calls it brother because of no, their... No, they're both Greek. Yeah, they're both Greek. It's, they're mm. not actually... No, because her whole family was killed, remember? Right, never mind, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, she did say brother. She calls them brothers, so it's a little... Eh, but just in general, it's... It, it, I, I can't... I, when I hear that, I think Frank Miller writing. So maybe there's some bias there, but she was fun, I admit. Yeah. She was kind of sexy. And she was kind of sexy. Yeah. Which I'm sure is half of a requirement. Her armor that she was wearing at the end there, that was pretty cool. I really like the design of that. Do anything with it, though. No, I, I thought she was going to be hacking and slashing with all these like extra blades on her, but... Well, I figured what she was going to do kept... is during a fight there, like she was going to like try to double slash and then just kind of back bash him. You know, stab into yeah. him with the uh, spines. Uh, it I'm looked actually, cool. It looked it cool. It looked cool, but I think that's all it's there for. It's all for the visual flair. Yeah. I kind of think the first one was a bit more over the top with like the monsters and stuff. Go this ahead. one... I think it was trying to be more real because we didn't see anything really crazy. Other the only, the only no, couple there's... like monsters in the background, but it looked like a big panther thing and well, to be fair, an elephant. All the monsters are yeah. off with with the Xerxes forces in three hundred, and I guess monsters don't like the water, so I guess they can't swim. There was what? monsters in the water. Yeah, well, yeah, that was, you was could that argue, dream? or was that a dream? You could argue that, that dream, is yeah. a dream. It's not exactly clear. Wrath of the Titans, this is not. If you, if you uh, want, like, uh, Greek monsters, go watch Wrath of the Titans. You can almost argue those guys hucking those uh, flaming lamps there might be kind of monster-esque. They're kind of like ogres. Yeah, kind of, kind of, of like ogre-esque. Ogre giants. But maybe, it's just the stuff we've seen before. That's basically, I think that's basically it. Like, the only other thing we could really talk about is the visual look. And, again, it's 300. I mean, that's, 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 that's kind of the problem with this film in general. Is that it's 300, part 2. 300, one point, version 1.5. Version 0.5, version <laughs> 1.5, like... Something like that. It's missing a part in the middle? Like, it's not <laughs> a bad... Like, we'll, we'll get into this and we'll go to rating right afterwards, because specifically in a visual uh, appeal, it does look like the other movie, and it's all part of the style. It's got a nice comic book look to it at times. Like when we're amassing, when Xerxes is he's 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 surrounding himself with the bodies of the, of the Spartans at the, at the at Hell's Gate, he's telling his men to march past them so he sees like how great I am. And actually, he's it, this movie has moments of I almost want to call it grotesque art, with like the way that the char- the characters are holding themselves. Almost it almost always looks like a painting of some kind, a relatively disturbing painting, but. Just the kind of the way it's all put together. Sometimes there's some nice shots. There sometimes. are some very nice shots sometimes. Yeah. But that's all part of that kind of warrior aesthetic. And 300 did that as well in a lot of different ways. So, again, it's just doing what 300 did, but it's on a boat. More or less. I think that could bring us nicely into our final rating. I'm going to go first on this one because, again, I, I think I've sounded very critical of this film and very critical of 300. I want to stress the fact that despite that fact, I still like 300. And I still like this for pretty much the same reason. I'm not here to learn anything. I'm not watching this movie to just enjoy a relatively deeper, impactful story. I'm here to watch Hack and Slash. I'm here to watch Blood. And considering it's Frank Miller writing, I want to see some titties. I cannot ignore that fact that he gives me what I want. I am it, it, it comes, lowest common denominator. denominator. Exactly, it's the lowest <laughs> common denominator for me. That being said, if, if I pull back and I ignore the, all that, then I got what I wanted out of this. Even 300, I'll admit, not that great of a movie. It just it doesn't work because it is that lowest common denominator, and if you there's nothing past that. If you try to find anything past that, you got to open up a history book. Uh, and again, this is basically 300 on a boat, so can't hate it more than I hated 300. Except I thought that Leonidas was a better character. So on that notion. 
I kind of got to go with a four on this one. Like, like okay, 300 would be a five. This one would be a four. And that's entirely because Leonidas is missing from this picture. And I'm glad they didn't shoehorn him in as, as much as I, as I feared they would. Because, you know, he's kind of the iconic character of the series. Just that That's how I rate it. Like, to me... The, f- the first one's a little bit better because it has Leonidas in it. This one's a little bit worse because it doesn't. That doesn't mean it's not still enjoyable, but you gotta know what you're getting into. You're here for blood, you're here for violence, you're here for grotesquities. You're you're here to see this is Sparta. Th- that's what you're here to, to see. That that's it. So yeah, four out of ten. It's it's that's nothing better than that. If you want that, great. This will give you exactly what you want, but there's nothing beyond it. Who wants to go next? I guess I'll go. Yeah, I mean, I personally found it boring and, I don't know, nothing super appealing. I mean, it does have its moments. I I have to ask, have you seen 300? No. Okay. I'm going to be brutally honest. haven't seen it. Probably should have, but I didn't. (laughs) I don't think you need to see it. No, this is not one of those movies where you got to see the first one. No, I don't believe that. No, and watching it, I very much felt that. It's like, well, I know of 300... You, I, I think, don't think I'm missing anything, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to pull one of my half ratings out of my pocket here. Oh, no. Fair enough. I have to give it a three and a half because I can't justify a four, but it's better than a three. I know you don't like these half ratings. I know, but I'm too tired to argue with you about it. <laughs> it's I been over it. five movies, so. Oh, God. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. been way over five movies. So I'll give you credit yeah. on that one. But, but now you have to wait five, so hopefully you never have to do it again. <laughs> Maybe you won't. You didn't. You yeah. only need well, only when it's necessary. Yeah. How about uh, you, Dixon? Three hundred on a boat. Like it's almost like demeaning to say that, but that's what it is. That's what I expected. I was not looking for historical accuracy. Like I like I'm gonna be br- I'm gonna be honest here. Like uh, my degree does pertain to this. So you didn't want us to mention that. Yeah, but because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not. But I came in knowing it wasn't gonna be historical accurate. I'm not gonna argue any inaccuracies in it like it's not, that didn't take anything away from this movie for me i didn't care for 300 when it came out like i i, I didn't see it in theaters i waited till it was on like dvd to watch it yeah, that's and how I, I think and like you ty i think 300 is a little better i will i liked artemisia i liked her in this but i liked like the crazy monsters and i liked the battle scenes a little better in 300 mm-hmm. i wish there had been a bit more of that but on a boat yeah you're a bit more limited yeah, they they kept it they kept it they, kind of creative, but at the same time they do everything they can on the boat. They yeah, really they do. they do everything they can. It's like oh, we're gonna circle the boats, we're gonna go in fog, we're gonna have inex like oil. I don't know what that was, which we're, is very odd because like tell if it was oil I don't, or tar. Or that or that see if was, the Greeks had used that, I would have been okay because the Greeks eventually had something called Greek fire, which is kind of like a napalm type thing that yeah. they did shoot out and light up, which was very much like what they had. Not the per so that that was really weird for me. But I guess they had yeah. to figure out something that the Persian like they had to have some kind of big battle set piece for that point in the movie. But I can't recommend it, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say a three. Uh, you know, a four almost seemed like enough. But you know, what? I'm gonna be even. I just feel very mm about this, mm. and it was not great. And you yeah. don't need to see it really. Like it's one of these things. Like yeah, it's cop out. But if you like 300, you'll like this. Like it's and I'm cop- not I'm not being demeaning to you if you like 300. I like some parts of 300, but I just... Lowest common denominator I don't own it. Yeah. I don't own it, and I don't think I ever need to own it. If it's on TV, I don't really care to watch it that much. There's nothing else and on it. I think it was better the first time. 
the first time it was better. This is like, we've seen it before. I'm waiting for uh, Sin City, A Damn to Kill for. In that notion, though, I think it's a good time to sign out. Uh, this has been the Three Guys Podcast. Uh, say goodnight, folks. Good night. Bye.